Do you have a personal brand? Do you know what your personal brand is like? Do you hate the idea of needing to have a personal brand at all in the 21st century marketplace? Let's talk personal branding right here on episode 25 of the Nurse Keith Show. Welcome to the Nurse Keith Show, where I share with you the education and inspiration you need to take your nursing career to the next level. The Nurse Keith Show is your destination for savvy and up-to-date information that will assist you in creating the most satisfying nursing and healthcare career possible. Welcome and enjoy the show. everyone and thanks for tuning in once again to the Nurse Keith Show. I'm thrilled that you're here and I'm actually especially thrilled that this is episode 25. It feels like a momentous time. You know, it's not show number 50 or show number 100, but 25, you know, it's I'm getting there and it's very exciting to me. I hope you're excited too and I hope to continue to bring you the information and podcasting expertise that you've come to expect from the Nurse Keith Show. As always, many thanks to the ProMed Network and Jamie Davis over there for syndicating this show at promednetwork.com. And a shout out, as always, to Kevin Ross and Elizabeth Scala over at RNFM Radio and the Pulse Media Network. It's great to be in a community of nurse entrepreneurs and nurse podcasters, and Kevin and Elizabeth are definitely stars in my personal firmament. And I just want to make sure that you understand that for every show here on the Nurse Keith Show, there are always show notes over at nursekeith.com under the podcast menu. I have been failing to mention that during these recordings. I'm going to start mentioning it during every show. The show notes for this particular episode will be available at nursekeith.com forward slash 25. As some of you may be aware, I'm writing a book about networking right now, online networking, face-to-face networking, and why it's so important to your professional career as a nurse or as any professional in the 21st century. And as part of that book, I'm also writing a chapter on your personal brand and the notion of personal branding. And some of you may be rolling your eyes right now. Some of you may be tapping your foot. Some may be actually clicking to turn my voice off right now because you don't want to hear about branding. But for those of you who will indulge me and hang in there, let's talk about this because it's actually an important part of your career strategy. There are tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of brands out there in the world. And we all readily recognize brands in the marketplace without even thinking. The ones that come to mind for me right now are Apple, Ben & Jerry's, T-Mobile, Newman's Own, Oreos. I mean, there's so many brands out there. And these brands, they want us to think about them in a certain way. And they project and present a certain image of themselves because they want us to feel attentive to them, loyal to them. And of course, they want us to give them our money. I bet there are brands out there that conjure many feelings for you. Some might be nostalgic, like brands that go way back to your childhood. 
Maybe some cause you to feel dread or anger or mistrust. Some might make you feel adventurous or have a feeling of prosperity. One that comes to mind for me is Aflac, the insurance company. They have a duck mascot, and I don't think any of you know that I have this thing for ducks. I love ducks. What can I say? And the Aflac Dusk mascot, try to say that 10 times fast, Aflac Dusk mascot, makes me smile and probably makes a lot of other people smile too. However, as someone who's into organic food and the whole heirloom seed movement and that sort of thing, farm to table, if I ever am watching TV, which I don't really watch, but if I ever saw a commercial for Monsanto, I'd probably feel pretty negative about it and might make me actually throw things at the television if I had a television to throw things at. So our reactions to brands occur based on what? Values, our past experiences, our loyalties or lack thereof, our personal beliefs. Some of these reactions are subconscious, some are conscious, some are really visceral. And branding is powerful. It's powerful stuff. People have been doing it for centuries, really. Though in the 20th century, I feel like branding really came into its own. And in the 21st century, it's become so important that each person seems to represent their own personal brand. So if you've been manipulated by brands out in the marketplace, you might feel that creating a personal brand feels manipulative in and of itself. And you might think about ways that you've been deceived or misled by brands that you trust, and you might not want to even think about your own brand. However, if you want to move forward in your career, if you want to present a certain persona to those whom you meet, who you interview with, who you offer to write papers for or work for or work with or collaborate with, branding is actually important. So I know some of you don't like this idea and you might still be rolling your eyes or considering turning off this podcast, but wait, don't turn it off yet. Just keep listening for a little bit, okay? Just indulge me. So I'm honest here. You have a personal brand, whether you like it or not, whether you know it or not. And I want you to consider substitute the word persona for brand, and maybe you'll feel a little bit more comfortable with that. But for my part, I want to desensitize you to any negative associations you have with the notion of personal branding. And I want you to really give it a try and roll it around in your mind, see what it feels like, see what it tastes like, and see if you agree with me at the end of the show that branding is actually something you would actually like to practice and give thought to. So for some of you, branding's a dirty word. You think it's kind of questionable, maybe sleazy. I understand that perception. None of us wants to really be turned into what I would say a consumable product and be solely judged on appearance. But your brand, your personal brand, isn't just appearance. It's how you dress, of course, how you present yourself face-to-face in public. It's how you write. It's how you deliver your podcast, like I'm doing right now, for instance. It's how you interact with your colleagues, how you live your life, how you walk your talk or don't walk your talk, how you follow up on promises, how you do the things you say you're going to do, how you deliver the goods in your life professionally and personally. That is part of branding. Now, when I was looking up branding and doing some research for my new book, which is coming out later this summer, early in the fall, I came across this notion of 
impression management. And that's used in social psychology circles. And I think we live our entire lives trying to manage the impression that others have of us. Think about it. When you were a kid or maybe observing your children now as an adult looking at your children, don't kids want to look cool? Don't they want to wear the clothes that will help them to feel accepted at school? Don't they want the lunchbox with the latest superhero or cartoon character on it? Don't they want notebooks that brand them in a certain way that carry a certain cachet with their classmates? And yes, in our culture, in our society, we're inundated with commercials and advertisements. And these advertisements tell us what we're supposed to look like, what we're supposed to smell like, how we're supposed to act. But I think it actually might be intrinsic to human nature to want to impress others. And if you think about Neanderthals, didn't they wear certain skins, not just to feel warm, but also to have a certain appearance, perhaps? Didn't they choose a particular bone or rock as a weapon in order to make a visual impression on their foes, on their enemies, so that the enemies might think twice before attacking? And talk about branding. Didn't the ancient Egyptians want to assure that their image, their brand, was going to be portrayed in a particular way in the afterlife for ages and ages and eons to come? So I'm writing in my book about branding and I'm wondering, was King Tut really a brand ambassador sent into the future? In my book, folks, if your motives are pure, if your motives are authentic and honest, You're not trying to manipulate people. You're not being nefarious or cruel or underhanded. Your personal branding, that falls within the realm of normal impression management, to borrow that term from social psychology. It's nothing pathological. It's nothing manipulative. It's human nature. So your personal brand, when you're actively networking, it's what people see and experience of you. Your brand is in action, like I said, all the time, no matter who you're with at every moment of the day. And I don't want you always thinking of yourself as a product, but in your professional networking and in your dealings with other professionals and colleagues, that branding's important. Again, it's how you dress, it's how you present yourself, but also your personality. People are assessing you, considering you, they're categorizing you in their brains they're going to have a perception of you. Is it negative, positive, neutral? And first impressions are indeed powerful, but I think subsequent ongoing impressions are probably more powerful and memorable in the end. You might make a bad impression with someone at a certain point. You can fix that impression with impression management. And when I talk about personal branding, If some of you have read my blog or listened to this podcast before, you know that I'm coming from a place of authenticity. That's what I'm all about. In resumes, interviews, in your networking, on your LinkedIn profile, it doesn't really matter. Authenticity is where it's at with me. If you want to be entirely yourself, you create a brand that represents you as a person, as a nurse, as a healthcare professional, as a father, as a mother, as an uncle, as a brother as a human being, and as a positively contributing citizen of the state, the country, the world, your community, it doesn't really matter. That's part of your brand. And as a nurse, as a healthcare professional, how do you want your colleagues to perceive you? 
what's that authentic you, not the manipulative part that you're thinking a brand connotes. No, it's what are you all about? What do you represent? It's really giving thoughtful consideration to how you're perceived by others. And if you walk your talk authentically every day, your brand is good as gold. You don't even have to really think about it very much, do you? So when you're doing face-to-face networking, here's some things to consider in terms of your personal brand. When you go to a meeting or a networking event, how are you dressed? What does your physical appearance, your choice of clothing and hairstyle, makeup, etc., what does it say about you? Are you conscious of body language and eye contact? Is your handshake perceived as sincere? Is your handshake firm and authentic? Or is it wishy-washy and kind of, uh, kind of weak? Do your colleagues perceive you as anxious or calm and collected? Do you appear organized and well put together? What's your manner of speaking like? What does how you speak and the words you choose say about you as a person? And when you talk about your career, when you talk about, say, being a nurse, are people hearing cynicism? Are they hearing negativity? Or are they hearing enthusiasm and forward thinking and a sense that you're excited and lit up about what you do? That's part of your brand, too. And finally, on the physical realm, do you have a business card? Do you hand people a personal business card? No, I don't mean the card from where you work, which you can do that if you're networking for your job. But if you're networking as an individual, have a personal business card. That's also part of your brand. And if you take time to have a really nice, unique card designed for yourself, that's part of how you'll also be remembered. Now, here on the Nurse Keith Show, I've talked about LinkedIn. LinkedIn is part of your online brand. Your Facebook profile is part of your online brand, though that's probably more for friends and family, though I have a fair number of colleagues who I'm friends with on Facebook. So part of impression management in the digital age is managing what we actually put up online for other people to see. See, our personal brand online, it's a representation of us. It's what I'm calling in my book, your digital doppelganger. It's that part of you that you are putting out to the world on the internet. And of course, we edit the heck out of ourselves on the internet, but who wouldn't? That's what we do. And if your brand is important to you, LinkedIn and the places where you really comport with other professional colleagues online, you definitely want to brand yourself in a way that's positive. It really makes you look authentic, and shows your real, true, honest, professional self. Now, late last year, Kevin Ross of RNFM Radio and I spoke here in Santa Fe to a group of students and nurses, and we spoke a lot about personal branding, and we talked about the digital age and how anything you put online, those drunken photographs of you from college, embarrassing pictures, etc., embarrassing statements you may have made on Twitter or Facebook or other social media platforms, those brand you as well. Now, you can delete those photos, and if you have embarrassing college photos on your Facebook page, I do recommend you go and delete them for sure. However, know that those snarky comments you wrote on Twitter or those photos of you drunk in Cancun will live on somewhere even if you delete them from your profile. So be cautious about what you put out there. Not to be paranoid, 
just to be circumspect. And the reason I mention online branding is because when you apply for a job or a fellowship or you're connecting with colleagues at another facility where maybe you'd like to work someday or or you're applying for an adjunct professorship over at a college where you've always wanted to teach, a lot of those folks are going to Google you. They're going to look you up on LinkedIn. What will they find? Do you know what they're going to find? Do you want to know what they're going to find? And do you want to have some modicum of control over your personal brand, your professional brand in the online world? Now, I've been very authentic in social media and my personal branding. I don't tweet anonymously. Everything I do is above board. People know who I am on Twitter, on LinkedIn, on Google+, on Pinterest, on YouTube. You name it, they know it's me. I am circumspect about what I post. I don't flame other people. I don't write snarky comments. I do write things that sometimes get responses from people, and I've had some negative responses to things I've posted or written. But I'm very careful and cautious about what I put out there in the world. To some extent, my life is an open book on the internet. And while some of you may be uncomfortable with that for yourselves, I'm entirely comfortable with it because I want people to know who I really am. Of course, my life is edited online like anyone else's, but it's a pretty authentic picture of who I am. And if some of you actually meet me in person sometime at a conference or if you come to Santa Fe and we meet for lunch, I think you'll find that my self that I will present when we're, say, hanging out, having a beer or a cup of coffee is pretty closely aligned with this notion of Keith Carlson or Nurse Keith that you've met online. And that's on purpose because I want my brand to be authentic and sincere and relatively transparent. Finally, I'm going to say that your branding is personal. It's about relationships. And it's not about manipulating others. Your brand is about who you are, how you walk your talk, what you want to say about yourself. And when you cultivate that brand, you can use kindness, humor, generosity, intelligence, savvy, creativity. If those are the energies with which you suffuse your brand, people are going to get you. They're going to get who you are. If there's sincerity and personality in there, whether it's your images, your words, the pictures you put up, your overall persona online and offline, if it's in line with who you are, people will know it. You don't necessarily want to be 100% transparent. We all need privacy. But conscientious, relative transparency is a really good idea. So my friends, personal branding slash professional branding is impression management. Yes, it is image management. But it's also about who you are and how you walk in the world. And if you can manage that with true authenticity and sincerity and relative transparency, you're already there. So if you have questions about branding, if you have questions about how do I go about this thing that Keith keeps referring to as personal branding, send me an email at keith at nursekeith.com and just... Make a date with me to chat on the phone for 15 minutes. Ask me a question on Twitter. I'm at Nurse Keith over on Twitter. Ask a question so other people will benefit from my responses. Or, better yet, post a question on my Facebook page. 
It's Nurse Keith Coaching over on Facebook. Let's start a conversation about branding. I want to hear what you have to say, negative, positive, it doesn't really matter. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Whatever your opinion is, I want to hear it. So please reach out to me. There will be some links and some notes over at nursekeith.com forward slash 25 for you to read more about branding and get a little bit of insight into this chapter of my book that I'm working on right now. And for those of you who listen into this podcast, I'll let you know the working title of my book is called Savvy Networking for Nurses, Getting Connected and Staying Connected in the 21st Century. So you heard it here first. That's the name of the first book. It's actually going to be a set of five books published over probably the next 18 to 24 months. And it's going to be the Nurse Keith Career Mastery Series. So watch for Volume 1, Savvy Networking for Nurses, coming out probably in October of this year. I send you all my best. Thanks for indulging me and listening to me ramble on about personal branding. This is Episode 25. Many blessings, much love, and I'll see you here again on The Nurse Keith Show. Thanks for listening to The Nurse Keith Show. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from today's episode, and I encourage you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your career satisfaction and professional development. Be sure to follow the show on iTunes, follow at Nurse Keith on Twitter, like Nurse Keith Coaching on Facebook, and email me at keith at nursekeith.com with your questions and comments. Stay positive, care for yourself and others, Keep moving your career forward and tune in again as we explore how to make your nursing and healthcare career better than you ever imagined.